My guest is Alan Abraham, who is the founder of Cresta Collection, a clothing brand aimed at showcasing the beauty of the nation of Rwanda. In addition, he's an author of a book titled Why Visit Rwanda? And over the years, through his WeChat channel here in China, he's been active promoting Rwanda, especially among the diaspora. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sanyin Podcast. Uh, Alain, you're welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, so, first things first, um, how would you describe yourself? Uh, thank you. Uh, you have already said my name. I'm Alan Abraham Senjumba. I'm from Rwanda. This is my like my country. Uh, and I'm currently studying here in China. I'm a master student for e-commerce, like electronic commerce, like buying and selling online. So apart from that, apart from being a student, I'm also an uh, author, as you have said, and also an uh, entrepreneur, and also I'm a designer. So I can do many things <laughs> at once. Yeah, that's how I can describe myself. Okay, uh, you've spoken about the fact that you're a designer and the, yeah. and the Quesa collection theme, which I went yeah. to talk more about so let's first talk from the origin what made you start Quesa collection what was that moment yeah actually the idea came like in 2019 like the first time i came here in china uh, some people as you know when you, you are new here they if you meet a chinese friend they usually ask you where do you come from what is your name so sometimes if you say like I'm from Luanda, they don't know the country sometimes because maybe they didn't have time to or opportunity to study more about geography of Africa or something like that. So that thing pushed me so much to come up with something which I can make my country more visible here in China to make people know about Luanda. So that's when my ideas started i started with many things like i started with blend of customization on clothes and also trying to put some special things related to rwanda and after i said many people like sports they like to do sport they like to do you know sport in everyday life so i say why not i can make something which can present which can show my country using like some active wear some sportswear and casual where people they can easily see and have that idea of the country so that's why i started quesa collection and then um what's the name quesa why the name quesa what does it mean oh uh, quesa it's a uh, like a name in our country actually it literally means like to accomplish or to fulfill something so that's why I say, like, if you are wearing something sporty, something which is for active wear, you have, like, we are trying to create something like spirit of success or spirit of accomplishing something you want to accomplish in your life, your targets and your goals you want to accomplish in your life and to fulfill. So it's like two things in one clothes, just to show the country, Rwanda, 
and also to make people who wear that clothes feel more motivated and feel more proud of fulfilling their goals and also their passion in what they are doing in everyday life. Okay, amazing, amazing. You know, it's it's nice when you use available means and creativity to promote Yeah. your country, especially Yeah. in a place like China. I want to ask, so what inspires your designs? Do you see them online or something you think about? Or you're an artist, you just Oh, sketch it on paper. yes. Sometimes it depends on a kind of design, but if you have seen, I used like one of the common design in my country, which is called Imigongo. And I think it's even more popular in Uganda and I saw in Africa. So I tried to have an inspiration in those kind of Imigongo designs and also to make sure that I have something creativity, you know, if you have something, if you see a design, so you try to make it more creativity so that it will be unique. And also people will like that kind of design you have already made. And also the other thing, I do more design, just like as you have seen, like all many people who follow my collection, I try my best to create each month like two designs so that people who likes, like who didn't maybe like more the first design, he will like the second so that the market will be more satisfied. Okay, and uh, recently I saw that Kwesa uh, Collection now has a shop, I think, in Kigali. Um, so are there plans for Kwesa Collection to expand or even to include other countries, let's say like Uganda, Kenya? Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, I have planned currently, actually, I'm more focused in digital marketing and digital doing business because I'm an e-commerce student. So la, we, I don't focus more on physical shops. I'm more focused on like advertising online and also we can ship directly from like the store or our warehouse to directly to the customer. So for now, we are trying to ship from Rwanda to other countries, like from, from like East African countries and also Europe because they have many demands from Europe and also some USA, Canada. People, they really, really liked. But as one of the challenge I have, it's logistic, which I'm trying to fix. And I hope people soon that we get our Quisa collection where in every part of the world. That's my target. Okay. Um, so in Costa Collection, what has been your, your successes so far? Your highlight? Oh, one of the success I have because I started to make this kind of jersey in like last year, like in December, I made like 100, 200 pieces in order to try the market and see the feedback. But I have sold those 200 jerseys in within 20 days. Imagine. So I didn't expect to have, you know, that short of period. So I was even out of stock. People started to call me every day. Where we, we are not finding jerseys, what is happening, something like that. So it really pushed me to work hard and also to have more budget in order to have like more clothes, more stock, which can be uh, like 
available each day for the customers. And the other thing I can say, the success, it's like, actually, I don't do this for money or like other things. If I see someone have, taking picture and is wearing the clothes, my clothes I made, it's literally one of the biggest success I count in my head. So without thinking about money or without thinking other gains, I literally truly see if someone is wearing something which is customized by my country, I really feel very happy and also proud of being in Rwandan and also being like creativity in what I do in everyday life. Amazing. Uh, I, I just want to ask something. Um, have mm -hmm. you been supported by, let's say, um, the, Rwand the Rwandan embassy here in China or maybe by the Rwandese government for doing your work? Oh. Currently, I'm doing my, yeah, no, currently I'm doing myself, like, the things alone. But, of course, sometimes if you do something in China embassy, sometimes they help you, they have to help you, and you have to consult something if you have any problem. So they are always there for, for us. Yeah, as you know, if you are here as international students, so every day if you need any document, if you need anything for registration, so it's good they have a good help for us. And right now I'm trying my best in order to make it more and more like popular in my country in Rwanda so that it will have an, a good impact. Okay. Um, so almost every business that starts with has challenges. And on yeah. us, what are the major challenges you face during your operation as Quesa? Oh, the first challenge was like to know what lady people want you know i was trying to fix like if you start a business first of all you have to think about what problem are you going to solve to the market so the time i got the challenge and the problems the market is facing that's where i tried my implementation but during my implementation of the business i met some of the challenges as i have said is logistic because sometimes people from different parts of the world, they want to order my clothes, but shipping fee, it's quite expensive. It's quite expensive. Like, for example, from here to China, you want to, you know, to export it to Canada or USA. They charge you more than 100 USD. So the T-shirt, we arrived there on like about uh, 150 USD. So no one can buy it on that kind of price so but i'm trying my best i'm trying to have some like cooperation with some different shipping companies to make sure that i solve this challenge of logistics so that people who are in different kind like different part of the world they can easily get questa collection recently okay um that's nice that's nice um how i got to know you was through your let's say your wechat channel where you yeah. are posting about Rwanda, Randy, yeah. Rwanda's culture, Rwanda's, yeah. you know, things about yeah. Rwanda on WeChat. Yes. yes. I want to ask, um, apart from the obvious region, reason, which is patriotism, um, yeah. you go in that avenue? Uh, actually, the first things was to make people know more about Rwanda and like maybe the culture, the places they can like visit because currently we are having like a program or 
which called Visit Rwanda. So which is like focusing on making, like showing the world, like as Rwanda as one of the best destination of having like to visit and you have different activities such as meetings, such as sport activities. Uh, last year they were like one of the biggest sport activities like uh, ball, it was like Basket Africa a competition and also they have different kind of uh, competitions in different comp uh, like volleyball and other kind of sports which makes like people knowing more like Rwanda. So I started that kind of like posting videos and different pictures in order to attract people to know more about Rwanda so that they can visit Rwanda. And it have been a good thing and feedback in it because many uh, Chinese friends, they text me inbox, oh, I saw your video, it's a little amazing. I didn't know Africa is like this. I didn't know that Rwanda is like this. You see, they have that kind of, you know, good image so that they can wish and also have plan to visit Rwanda or other countries in Africa. So that's one of my goal, I mean, my targets for that WeChat channel. Okay, and uh, it, it brings me to the other aspects uh, which I admired about you. The fact that you wrote a book, Why Visit yeah. Rwanda? Yeah. And the first question I'll ask, why visit Rwanda? <laughs> why should yeah. I visit Rwanda? Yeah, that's one of the questions I received from different Chinese friends. So if they see my video, even in the comments, always they ask, why visit Rwanda? Why visit Rwanda? Why visit Rwanda? Something like that. So one day I was sitting in my room, just relaxing, watching movie. And then I said, what? You know, these people, they always ask me this kind of question. And I already showed them video. I already showed them pictures. So which kind of other method I can use for them to make clear what they can visit in my country. So it was like a kind of question just to attract people why they can visit Rwanda. So it is in two versions. It's in half English version and Chinese version. So I listed about 10 points, the reasons why they can visit Rwanda. So that's one of like, that's the main like topic. I mean, the main uh, objective was of the the book okay and but over the years um we have seen that rwanda has done a lot via marketing visit yeah. rwanda is on arsenal is on psg and all these international events are happening in kigali yeah. um would you say that the Rwandese tourism industry has exploded over the years and why do you think so yeah of course they have done a great job thinking like uh, RDB, it's Rwanda Development Board, which is in charge of like tourism and also they visit Rwanda. This uh, uh, campaign, it have really like have been like a success to the tourism of Rwanda, not only like in, in datas, not, right now I'm not having like the right datas of how it decreased, I mean, it increased in numbers of like visitors who visited 
Rwanda before Visit Rwanda campaign and calendry. So it had a really big impact on like the, even the, even it's not even about tourism only, even investment. You know, if you say Visit Rwanda, many people may think more about tourism and something, but it have really a linked part of, of investment in Rwanda. If you have investment, if you have foreign investment in your country, it's a, it's a good way to improve your economy and also to, you know, if people invest in your country, the people of the population, like the population of your country will get job and it will help to bomb the economy of our country. So I think this campaign, it was really, really helpful for the government and also for all Rwandans. And it makes you even feel proud of your country. It makes you feel more patriotism, as you have said. It's a really good campaign for government to uh, have initiated this campaign of Visit Rwanda. Okay, uh, just um, in another question that has come into my mind. Uh, recently, Rwanda has joined um, um, international organizations such as the Commonwealth, uh, Randy's uh, president, Paul Kagame, has has become sort of like an African icon. Yeah, um, sure. Kigali is in the news for being the cleanest and safest city in Africa. Yeah. And, you know, and all this attention that's coming to Rwanda. Um, yeah, sure. Do you think that Rwanda is ready to, to have all this attention and international visitors coming to it? And how has... President Paul Kagame being influential and all that? Yeah, thank you for that question. Uh, first of all, we can, I can say we are really ready for this, like, you know, this kind of opportunity. And it's not even opportunity we have worked for it. It has been uh, a time of working hard for both the government, uh, for our president, Paul Kagame, His Excellency Paul Kagame, he really worked hard for us to, you know, to have that kind of good image in Africa and also in all the world. So which make like Rwanda having those opportunities to receive different uh, international meetings. The, it's due to that if the country have that kind of good uh, infrastructure, if they have good uh, meeting avenues if they have those good uh, sport avenues as like the new one is i can't say it's new <laughs> yeah kigari and uh, tigari arena currently is called beka arena so if you have those kind of infrastructure and good hotels it's really good way to attract those international meetings those international activities to be in your country and it's really a good opportunities for Rwandans and also for Africa. If you have that kind of international meeting, it's not all, only for Rwanda, it's for Africa. If you make that meeting or that uh, sport activities more good, they will shift in other different countries of Africa to have also those kind of opportunity, which is a good example. If you do something good, it will have a good image, not only for your country and also for the continent of Africa. Wow, amazing. Uh, so what you as um, 
a random student in China who has started yeah. this startup and has done something great for himself here. Okay. What would be your message to the African youth, both in China and in Africa? Uh, one of the uh, messages I can give them it's like to do not be afraid of starting what they want to accomplish. Some people, they have ideas. For example, I have one of my friends, like maybe uh, here in China. They Many, they approach me, they ask me, you know, how have you started? What is your challenges or something like that? You see, they have kind of ideas of what they want to do, but they are afraid of starting. And this one, we, it cannot make you successful. So you have to, you know, to avoid that kind of, you know, being, uh, you don't have like that of being, uh, how can I say, like shy or don't give up so easily. So you have to start working hard and keep pushing hard so that you can, you know, uh, get your targets of what you want. So one of the the other message I can say, it's like, we have to think, we have to help each other. Some people, maybe you, you might have an idea or you might have a different like project or something like that. And you want it maybe to to go abroad. You, may, you want to make it very successful. So working each other, having exchanging like ideas, like your your this kind of activity you do. So it's really a great way to make people having different thoughts, different ideas of what they can do and also what they can improve in their daily life and also to exchange experience and skills here in China and also in Africa. Wow, wow, that's nice. Uh, my last question to you would be, uh, sure. what makes you a proud Rwandan? Uh, the first thing which makes me proud of Rwanda is the security of the country. That's one of the things which make me being proud of the country, my country, Rwanda. And also the successful land, like the period of how the economics is trying to develop and also making like Rwandans uh, in different way, having some uh, different innovation centers which help youth to have that kind if you have like a startup business or something like this. So this kind of trying, the government trying to help their citizens in order to develop, in order to make something good, it makes me so much proud of Rwanda. Wow, wow amazing. Alan Abraham, Thank you yeah. for coming to the podcast. It was nice hearing your views. We really enjoyed. And keep up the good work in promoting Rwanda and Africa at large. Yeah, thank you very much. And it was really a good show and a good opportunities. And maybe we have more, you know, more episodes later so that we can have more different topics to exchange and to have, you know, different thoughts about something going on on the world.